Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello, everybody. My name is Debbie and I am from NDIS Property Australia. You're listening to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that explains, highlights, guides and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing NDIS world. This is our monthly SDA Unlocked episode where we delve into the supply and demand data for specialist disability accommodation in different areas around Australia. This month, we are looking at a regional area in Victoria, Geelong. Reason being that we have a few properties that we've recently been selling in the area and we know that there is quite a good demand. So we had a look at the data and it's quite interesting. I thought that you might like to hear the the gaps, where the gaps are, what the gaps are in the supply and demand for SDA in this area. So to summarise the Geelong area, the SA4 of Geelong, and for those of you who are not particularly familiar with the SA4 or SA3 regions, SA4s, the large statistical areas based on the ABS stats that encompass a population of anywhere between 100 and 500,000. So that Geelong itself is an SA4 but it incorporates three smaller SA3 regions, which have between 30 and 130,000 population. Those three regions are Barwon West, Geelong, and Surf Coast Bellarine Peninsula. Out of those areas, Geelong makes up the bulk of the population, the Geelong SA3, but it is just interesting to have a look at the entire area when it comes to the actual number of SDA participants and those that are currently in dwellings and those that looking for a dwelling. So I'm actually going to concentrate on the Geelong area because there's less in the Surf Coast, Bellarine Peninsula, and there's almost no demand or supply in the Barwon West area. So for Geelong itself, we've currently got around 8,080 NDIS participants. And out of that, there's around 367 who've got SDA funding. That's about 4.5% of the population, which is a little bit above the average throughout Victoria and Australia. So out of those, there are a few seeking, 23 who are not currently in a SDA and they're seeking. And there's actually 95 that are living in an SDA dwelling that are seeking an alternative, which is quite a number, quite a significant number. What they're seeking is the majority is improved livability and the next level is high physical support. But there's a good number seeking all the different types of categories. Now, when we look at the supply and we look at the enrolled dwellings, there's 124. And in those, it's around about a bit over 300 actual places. And when I say places, I mean bedrooms for participants in those. Now, a lot of those are actually in existing and legacy dwellings. Nearly half, 55 out of the 124 dwellings 
are existing and legacy. Existing being anything that was built prior to April 2016 and does not meet the new build SDA design, design guidelines. Legacy being anything that is six residents and above group homes. So the existing have five or less residents. The legacy have six plus. We know legacy are going to be defunded in the coming few years. Existing, if they remain uh, suitable properties for the tenants to reside in, then they will probably stay in the system for some time. But we do know that a lot of existing properties are not suitable and that the participants living in those homes will eventually need to move out probably sooner rather than later once new builds are available for them. So we're looking at probably half, if not more than half, of all the residents currently living in legacy and existing homes in the Geelong area are going to want to move, which means that that 95 currently looking that are living is going to probably increase quite a bit. Now, if we look at the SA4 area, the larger Geelong area, the the SA3 area actually makes up 80% of the larger area, and that's why I'm really concentrating on Geelong itself. But it's worth noting that the the South Coast Bellarine Peninsula area does have about 17% of the population, and geographically, a lot of those areas aren't really very far from the Geelong CBD. So if you're looking at potentially developing in those areas that, that fall into that other SA3 it's because they're so close to the, the local area council of the Geelong. It's, it's worth including both of these stats when you're looking at the supply in the greater SA4 and the pipeline in the greater SA4. So on that, we have in the Geelong SA4 new build. So this is opposed to the legacy and existing properties. These are new builds that do meet the new SDA design guidelines and are, for all intents and purposes, fit for purpose. There are 81 dwellings with 146 places. Now, this is predominantly in HPS dwellings, a mixture of group homes, houses, units, and villas. And a, and a smaller number of the different types of properties like robust, improved livability villas. And those are in houses, um, yeah, robust and fully accessible houses and villas and improved livability as well. So, but those are a very small percentage. The vast majority is high physical support. Now, we've said before that high physical support dwellings, even though it might only be about 30% of all SDA-funded participants are expected to have high physical support funding, those homes can still accommodate people with fully accessible and improved livability. That might bring in other issues, but the fact is that they can accommodate those people. However, there is still definitely a place for building those lower levels. Some people with improved livability funding have degenerative conditions and it might be advantageous for them to move from the outset into a high physical support home so they can age in place. But a lot of improved livability funded participants don't have situated conditions that might need that. So they might be happier to move into an improved livability home from the outset and that's their home for life and they won't need to upgrade to higher levels of SDA in the future. 
So there's definitely, we can see a huge undersupply of improved livability homes, given that that's about 40% of the population of SDA-funded participants. With the robust, there's a little bit, there's, I've got looking at 22 places that are in robust homes. And if we think that robust is about 10% of the population, we probably could do with a few more robust, but it's really important to note that most robust participants can't share. So ideally, those would be built as single tenant dwellings. If you do build a house to robust, be aware that you're probably only going to get one tenant in there. So it might be a better option to look at doing villas or duplexes or dual key, something like that, if it's a feasible option. So that brings me to the pipeline data in Geelong. Now, we know that the pipeline data is not fully comprehensive. It's what the NDIA putting together based on the information from developers and providers and builders when the SDA plans have actually been assessed and submitted to the NDIA prior to construction. So it's not the exact amount of pipeline dwellings in the works, but it gives us a fairly good idea of what's going on there in terms of future builds. We've got, again, this is in the greater Geelong SA4, which is probably around about 90, well, 80% is in the Geelong SA3, if not more. We don't know where these pipeline builds are in terms of which suburbs throughout Geelong, but where Assuming that as supply tends to follow demand, what I mean by that is where the participants are waiting is where a lot of the builds are happening. Certainly in in later, in, in more recent times, maybe not in the initial years of developing SDA, but now it's very much what's going on. We have 84 dwellings in the pipeline with a total of 155 places or bedrooms. And those are predominantly being built in high physical support, as we see standard across the country, really, and in a mixture of houses and villas. So that's interesting that there's so many villas being built. But again, high physical support makes up 60 out of the 84 dwellings with another 14 in robust. So that's probably going to be meeting the robust requirements moving forward at this point. But we're still seeing a a distinct lack of improved livability properties being built there. So looking at this information, a quick analysis, we could say that we could definitely have more high physical support properties being built and definitely some more improved livability. There's not been a lot of units under construction in the Geelong area, so I think that there is definitely a place for some apartment developments to be put in there and and more houses of the, the two-tenant variety, which is what we're seeing. The providers generally are, are happy with, as are the participants. So if we want to look at the future demand, this is obviously the the supply and the pipeline meeting the current demand, which when I go back to those initial figures is that we have in total 367 participants in the Geelong SA3 area. If we look at what might be happening in the next five to 10 years, we have potentially 
up to another hundred or so participants coming in in that area. And when we, what I said at the beginning of this was that many of those current properties in the supply are those existing and legacy dwellings, which means that they're going to need to be, or a significant number of places in those dwellings will need to be replaced with new build. So just putting together a few different figures, I am saying that we could potentially have an undersupply of anywhere from 150 to 180 places in the Geelong region. So yeah, that to me is all indicative of Geelong being a really good area to look at for SDA development. So I'm going to leave it there, but if you do have any more questions and want to find out what we might have in terms of stock in the Geelong area, then please do get in contact with us, 1300 254 397, or you can send us an email to info at ndis.property. So I hope that you found that information of interest on the Geelong district when it comes to supply and demand of SDA and look forward to bringing you another area next month. Until then, take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.